Hey kids, welcome to the Capital Life Podcast. I am your host, Abby Pagood. This is where we talk about all the things that life brings. The good, the bad, and of course, the healthy. And today's episode we is called Worth Your While. We are doing Veterans Appreciation, a take two. And if you're wondering why it's a take two, because my husband was amazingly gracious to have, you know, a a veterans discussion a couple of weeks back and decided he did not like the outcome or at least might have said some things that he might have should not have said. Now to the average person like myself, average civilian I should say, I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. But apparently he, out of respect for him and his, his what he can and cannot say, I decided, you know what, why don't we just do a take two episode. So honey, Rudy Pagood, thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. And we're doing a take two. Are we? Is that? Are we going to not say things we shouldn't say this time? Oh, let's yes, let's try that. This time. <laughs> Just try. Just try. But before we get started, we want to make sure that the holidays are coming and you guys know that gift cards are available at CapitalHealth.com. That's K-A-P-I-T-O-L Health. Dot com And what's great about Capital Health is that we have something for everyone. And in case you don't want to decide what that individual needs in particular, you don't have to. You can just get them a Capital Health gift card and they will get all of their dreams addressing their health and wellness goals. Our Capital Partner of the Month is Traber RT. They are amazing. They handle all of my shirt designs that have all of their unique quality, and they've always put a little bit of emphasis into their words to really emphasize what the words are saying. And so I really love the way that they run their company. It's a good local company that we should always be giving our money back to local small businesses. So don't forget to go check out those T-shirts. You can also check out Traver RT's other major products that they provide and get things customized to exactly what you're looking for. I've done that a gazillion times where my daughter found a print that she absolutely adored and then I text the picture to them and then they were able to easily print and make it for us and get what we wanted. So if you are interested in doing that, make sure you go to T-R-E-B-O-R-A-R-T-A-E.com and check out their cool swag. Now, honey, I thought before we dove in and actually did our little you know, interview questions of how well do I know my husband and his military experience, so if, yes, I, we are doing that again today. However, I've changed the questions up a bit so we don't have to go quite there. But before we go into those questions, I thought we would talk a little bit about freedom and the freedoms that we have a tendency to take for granted. And the reason why I wanted to talk about that was because a lot of times with you know veterans, we think about the sacrifice that veterans put forth but we sometimes forget the freedom to which those sacrifices created. So I thought we would talk about some of the other countries and what some of the things they they do that that we don't have here in America. Um, any thoughts? Well, just right off my bat, I'm sure everyone 
sees what goes on to other countries. Uh, most people um, in the military have experienced in the last 10 years other countries before, like say Desert Storm is a really quiet time. Even that Desert Storm time, we didn't see a lot compared to what some people seen in Operation um, Iraqi Freedom and stuff. And um, just off the top of my bat, the freedom... The top of your bat? Yeah, the top of my bat. That's my head. <laughs> I don't think right now. Uh, the freedom that I'm thinking about that people, uh, you know, just either put aside or don't realize uh, that they have is a freedom like women's rights, mm-hmm. capitalism, mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, it, it can go in more in depth to it, but just uh, scratching the surface right there. Uh, without that, if we were like other countries, you can just imagine a chaos. Right. Chaos. And right now, if they dumped it on us right now and changed everything and took that stuff away, it's going to be a... Wreak havoc, oh, but yeah. for sure. Well, what, one of the things I, I was considering talking about freedoms and wanting to kind of change things up, and, and I, the only way... I was like, I didn't want to look up, you know, all the things in America that we already really know. I actually wanted to look up other countries, and I found this amazing article that was based... It's basically the best life article in 2018. This is from 2018, okay? So this isn't... This is all pre covid all that, all that mom joke jumbo. This is not like, this is, they've been doing it like this for years. There's 23 freedoms that Americans totally take for granted. And it's an article that I found that really lays things out that I, some of the stuff I never even heard of. And part of the reason why I looked it up and even ventured into it was because I really wanted to see your reaction. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to see your reaction and I wanted people to hear your reaction as long as you can, like, not just do the face, but also do the, like, audio vocals to your reaction, that would be greatly appreciated so that our listeners could hear it. <laughs> so you want me to audio what, I'm, what I look like with my... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't have to. I could describe it and just laugh it. Okay. So what, one of the ones that came up first was naming your baby whatever you want. So apparently in Japan and Sweden and yeah. Germany, Norway and Iceland, you can't name your baby whatever you want. You see, the expression, it, it sounds like the ball that I'm rolling on. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, I'm really not surprised um, that I don't think people really think about that until someone tells them, hey, no, we're going to name them this. So, yes, that's, that's a big one. Well, and that thing that I think about, too, is because a lot Nick's of... Or, right. Jessica's yeah, or yeah. Michael's or whatever. Like, or at least that's what it would be like here. But, like... One of the things that kind of confused me with this is because I know, you know, like in Indian culture, it's very strong where you take like the last name becomes your first name for the firstborn and then you add on and it's like, and I still don't fully understand how it works, but it's like a big cultural thing to be able to do that where my question is in these countries, can they take their like heritage and get pass it down? Are they confined to like, do they have to submit for approval? Like, how does that work? It's like, oh, if you want to get married, you have to go fill out, you know, your permit or your, you know, right. your whatever the hell you call it in order to 
be able to get married. Is that the same thing? Like you have a kid? Do you have to have a permit to have a child too? Or is it just the name? Interesting. You will tell me. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. Okay. So the next one I thought was a little creepy and scary. And actually, you know, with our justice system and how we are with, you know, what is it? What do we say in America? You're innocent until proven guilty. Well, not in South Africa, because apparently you you don't even have a right to a fair trial. And that's again, that's not surprising. And only the judges decide it. Wow, could you imagine that? Not being able to hire a lawyer, not being able to say your piece. The judge just hears the story, and then they can make up their minds, and then that's what goes. And then the families that are destroyed from that. Oh, I'm sure. Like, insane. Okay. Well, the whole economy over there is totally different. Well, yeah. I mean, most a lot of, thing, a lot of things are a lot different than we think, but we, we forget that because we're not living in it. Um, the other one I thought was really interesting was the freedom to marry whomever, despite race or gender. Now, that I've heard of. That in- happens here. <laughs> they just, they just <laughs> well, get brought up. That's culture, too. Well, I think there's bias within families, and there's bias within, like, you know, the pressure of standards or the pressure of, you know, not being able to blend and become a melting pot. I think that definitely comes here, Mm -hmm. and there is absolute racism and discrimination in America about that. But legally, no one can stop you. Because we've changed those laws, mm-hmm. and I think we changed them back in, like, the 60s or something. I mean, or maybe it was even further back, because I know people in the 60s and 70s, like, still would get married even though oh, they yeah. didn't have... they Like, they went to a different state or something. But apparently in Italy, Japan, Switzerland, and Greece, they can only marry the same sex, and they don't have, so they don't necessarily have the freedom to marry whoever the hell they want to. Do you like wearing, like, when you get up and you decide you want to go fishing or you go to work, like, you go through a selective process of what you want to wear, right? Yes, I like the freedom of what I want to wear. Okay. Well, in North Korea, Saudi Arabia, Uganda, Sudan, and France, those are punishable offenses. (laughs) Okay. Um, there is also one that is the right to be counted as equal, equal opportunity for employment and pay. A lot of countries don't have that. Um, they don't also don't have the right to education. Other countries struggle to reduce barriers to assess education, especially for women, which you brought that up. I appreciate that. Um, although many countries can't reach, um, reach for education due to work for their families and the support, meaning that their economies, like... Their economy is so um, difficult that they need the entire family to contribute to one single household. Right. So a lot of times you'll have children that go out and work and they don't actually be able to advance themselves because the family needs them to work. Um, there's also the freedom to drive wow. like a vehicle. So in Saudi Arabia, um, women weren't allowed to get behind the wheel until about five years ago. And this is based off of 2018, so, you know, they've only been driving for, what, 
you know, maybe like eight years or something like that. Um, the freedom to show off, like show off your stuff. It's not an issue in the U S but in, um, Qatar and Sudan, there are indecency laws that prevent you from doing so. Like, and when I mean showing off, I'm not saying like wearing a tube top and Daisy Dukes. I'm talking about a selfie. Hmm. Like that would be considered, you know, in a negative mindset. Freedom of religion. This isn't just about your choice of religion, but your right to present your beliefs via wearing your clothing or jewelry, a bumper sticker, um, even, you know, like if someone was wearing their Jewish star or someone had a coexist bumper sticker, you can't strut your freedom of freedom of belief. It's not just saying, hey, you don't have the choice choice to share or like be what you are or believe in what you want to believe in. It's also saying, oh no, you can't tell other people what it is either. And then um, some countries have banned face coverings that are still restrictions on the ability to present your faith. So, you know, like in, in some situations, I might, I guess there might be like face coverings that would indicate a certain religion and that's also banned as well. Um, there's also a freedom to end a relationship or a marriage. Philippines and Malta, there are restrictions of who qualified to get a divorce and what reasons are found acceptable. So they're forced to stay with you. Right. So like if you were beating the shit out of me and the court did not find, thought like, oh, we don't believe that because we love him, I would just be stuck, period. Not that you would beat me, but I'm just saying because I'd hit you back. But <laughs> At least I'll be safe. Um, so those were just the top 10, but I just wanted to emphasize that the list goes on covering those topics and the, some of those topics are connected to hairstyles, assessing information via like Google searches being centered, censored, et cetera, which actually some of us have become aware of that this in the last two years, um, unlawful search freedoms, the right to not enlist, speaking your own language. Some people can't speak their own language. Traveling, some aren't allowed to travel. Some aren't allowed to own their own properties. They can't start their own businesses, um, which actually kind of reminds me of that show that you made me watch the other night with the food streets. Remember how they had all the food, that one street in um, China. Oh, the first episode? Yeah, where yes. they had all the food strips. Yeah. And then remember how they said that they had to like, they could stay out there all night, but then they had to leave at a certain time because they didn't want to get caught. So it's like they have these establishments and everyone knows where they are, but then at the same time, like the government will shut them down whenever they want to. So I think that has to do with them starting their own businesses or owning property. Um, then there's also like the right to have to self-defend yourself. You know, like if someone attacks you, you mm-hmm. should just be like, oh, yeah, beat me, rape me, whatever. Um, obviously, right, the right to vote, that is firmly restricted in others. And this, the last two that really, like, jumped out of me was chewing gum. Like. I've heard of that. Have you really? Yes. Where? Is it China? I, I don't know. I, it must be. No, somewhere. I've heard of that. Back then. Why? Why would chewing be good? Well, here's how I think. Um, this is my personal opinion. Don't come after me. Rights are people's opinions that went through the process 
to making and fully um, agreement to all that their opinion is that's the way they're going to be. All these rights um, I'm hearing and say it's it's towards not giving the person the right to be who they are. And over here, that's the biggest freedom I look at. So you think it has to do with self-expression, like an HOA? Well, you can't grow maximum if you don't have everyone going at the same pace. If you're holding everyone back. Mm -hmm. So you're holding people. To me, again, that's controlling people. Right. Over here, we have that freedom. Right. We have that freedom. We're also beating ourselves over um, other people's freedom. It makes zero sense. If the person wants to be this, that, or them, let them do them. Be yellow, purple, white. Right. Let them be them. Okay. This is. It's not infringing on your life. It has nothing to do with you. That's where it gets an issue to me. Do you? This is what I signed up for for you to do you. But don't do you on my terms. Don't bring it on me. Don't bring it on. Don't infringe on my freedoms. Yeah. Right. And you know, it's um, nowadays for me. I see it. I'm older. I I pick up things, but I see it everywhere. I'm infringing everything. Back in the days when I was younger, it was a a religious thing. Mm -hmm. We didn't care what people did or not. This. Yeah. But um, it's it's getting too much. It is getting. I completely agree with you. Um. Well. Let's change subjects for now because I really kind of want to jump into some of these pop questions and see what you have to say, especially after you just shared that. <laughs> so if you're finding this helpful or insightful, don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and YouTube at Capital Health. That's K-A-P-I-T-O-L Health. You can also visit us at CapitalHealth.com. Subscribe to our newsletter to get awesome new updates, keeping you in the mix, but also making sure that you're staying connected so that you can debunk the BS in the health industry so that you get the real stuff where, when and where you need it. Um, or when, when and when, when you need it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So anyway, what are you looking at? Nothing. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do pop-up question time. And I really wanted to do this pop-up question because I wanted to really know, like, how much do I know about my husband? So, warning, I ask the questions. Anything you can't say, just don't say it. Because last time you said things, even though I could not tell whatever. Anywho, so my first question about your military service, which by the way, thank you for your service, honey. I appreciate your your contribution to help in securing our freedoms. And I also want to say to our listeners to please encourage, I, I highly, highly encourage you to thank your local veterans and please do not just leave it to Veterans Day in particular, but every single time. I very much highly train and train my kids to I see veterans hats or veterans um, swag wear and make sure that they go up and thank their veteran immediately on the spot, no matter what day it is of the year. So I encourage you to do so all the time. Honey, why did you join? Why? Yeah, what what got you in the mindset of joining the military? Well, because I'm a friend of mine, Ryan Metz. Ryan, if you're out there, man, I miss you. Ryan Metz, um, his friend and him wanted to join the military to get out and do something. I'm thinking, why not? I'll join with you guys so that we can get a cohort. Uh, Plus, I had two other um, siblings. One's both very smart, so... They can go to 
college. <laughs> Anyways, um, we went there to the recruiting station. I, I, I could be wrong. Hopefully, Ryan, you can correct me. The, um, Ryan's friend, I forgot his name, um, but we all went. I think they were looking at Navy. One was looking at Navy, and I think Ryan's dad was like a pilot or something. I could be wrong again, um, but um, he was going to go somewhere, and I was looking at the Marines. I wanted to join because my friends wanted to join and we wanted to get out of Lancaster, California. And I thought we we're going to go together. But hell no. I think they chickened out and I signed my papers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you, I do know the fact that you joined the Army. Um, what, why did you choose the Army over Navy, Air Force, Marines, all of that. I'm going to get my ass kicked. I don't want to be gay um, in the <laughs> Navy. Again, remember, this is the freaking 90s, okay? A stereotypical. Um, and for those of you that don't know, when it comes to military, all they do is bust each other's balls left and yeah. right all the time anyway, making fun of each other. For So do not take this personal. And if you are, turn this off and go somewhere else because this may not be the episode for you. Well, Navy, I didn't want to um, be classified gay with the little um, pants with the buttons in the back. Oh, yeah, because they do have a little yeah. feminine um, uh, sequence thing. Like, what is it? What is that movie? Men, um, Lady Men and a Honor. Gentleman. Men of Honor. No. Well, Men of Honor, we really like that movie because that, but that, they do that in there. Um, well, anyway, it was um, the uniform thing. Okay. Please keep in mind I was eight. Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, that's it, yes. Yes. Air Force, again, I didn't want to be considered lazy because we um, used to call them, I heard, Chair Force, you know. Um, Marine, Which is funny because you absolutely adore Air Force and, and recommend a lot of, well, in, <laughs> well, I know, but you also recommend a lot of people going into the Air Force so that they have more of a civilian job coming out. Yes. Nowadays. Yeah, well, yeah. A lot has changed. Um, there's probably more um, things, but I don't know. Okay. I, I used to just always tell people Air Force. Think about what's going on. Anyways, um, Marines, I walked into the Marines. I'm like, oh, man, I want to be a Marine sniper. I'll do anything. Well, I just want to be cool. I know it's that ball. Then right across the Marine was the Army. And on their poster was Airborne. Guys flying out of Airborne with this um, big face with camouflage. Look cool as hell with a sniper ghillie suit on the bottom. And people just, um, PTO. Because their poster looked cooler than theirs. Oh, that's why you went with Army. I thought they were cooler. I'm like, yeah, I'll go over there. That's why I joined Army. You know what I find really interesting about that is because even the Marine sniper picture attracted you. You still ended up doing sniper school with the Marines while you were in the service. which Bay, yes. Yeah. Well, and on top of it, you ended up going and getting your Ranger tab. And you've done other impressive things you went through ranger school twice it wasn't really impressive at the time because we went in as a cohort unit a cohort is when you go in as a group okay a group of people let's just say 100 100 sticks in my head when we all went to um basic and then that 100 I, again i think all 100 of us went to um hawaii so when we went there you so imagine having like a hundred studs coming in they just want to be um in the whole infantry panel. Yeah, you're gonna have a lot of people. And that wasn't um, like an uncommon thing. We wanted the bus nuts over there. Go to um, RIP school, go to aerosol. Back then it was just aerosol. Um, uh, Hawaii, we were humpers. Nowadays, I call myself a humper because 
I will say this till the day I die. People that go to um, 25th, they're gonna come a humper. If you're not a humper before then, you're gonna be a humper. What that means, if you're not a road marcher, you don't like road marching, basic training, you thought that was tough with that um, hill, Victory Hill, um, no. The gullies in um, East Range back in Hawaii will make you a humper. But yeah. And I'm. it's interesting because even some of the store, I mean, the timing, even when the two of us got together, because if I had met you in the service, we would never have been together, <laughs> like ever. Because some of the stories that you have from the service, but on top of it, I think the mindset that you had to have in the service was also what like prevented you from being able to do some of the connectivity and depth that what we are. Oh, absolutely. I would have seen you and tried to target you at a one night stand. <laughs> Maybe two if you're staying over there close to me. Well, you also were in the mindset of being able to, I mean, like you've told me numerous times that, you know, when you wanted to have a family and actually have a relationship, that's why you got out of the service because even special ops and yeah. all that kind of environment was I, not I conducive. I didn't see myself continuing, though. Yeah. I did not see myself continuing. I was, yeah, young, dumb, full of cum, but I also was ready for something different. So, what is your favorite military experience? Oh, there's so many. Okay, you can tell more than one. No, I'll just say one. Make it entertaining. No. (laughs) (laughs) What am I, um, God... Which story? Okay. Oh, no. Don't no. don't say anything you can't not say on this, because we're not doing this one over. This one's getting published. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Favorite experience. I'm going to just use basic training as one of my favorite experiences. Because... It's safe. It's safe. <laughs> and at the time... I've heard it's changed nowadays... At the time, when you got off of that um, cattle bus, yes, it's a cattle bus. They use actual cattle buses that transfer, transport like, cattle. Like where you put cows on? Cattle, yes. That's what they used to transport us. 50 of you. Get inside there. You go to the starship and get out. Basic training. Do you have handles to stand up? And oh, like I think they yeah they, they added stuff. In so it's there. like you have like a um like a tram, but like a bus vehicle. Like it, if you did a subway it's tram, like a big ass trailer, covered that has three rows for animals to go inside. It looks like, and also it has I don't know um, sides. All I can remember, we're all standing in there with our duffel bag. So if you have 50 guys inside, so they don't even have 50 duffel bags. So you don't have to deal with the luggage because you're carrying your own luggage. And then you're carrying it. You're slamming it, hopefully organized, (laughs) to fit 20 people inside there. Yeah. So you gotta let me get to my part. Okay, sorry. I totally got really entertained by the whole cattle bus. Basic training. I'm a civilian. Calm down. Nowadays, like um, in movies, where and and you hear it. People tell it, they get in your face and start screaming at you right away. Who are you looking at? And I remember being at the end, and because I know they're I'm picking on people like eyeballing them. Fuck, don't look at my mouth. Don't look at my eye. And drill sergeants right there in my eye, and they're screaming in my face. I like that. You like to be people screaming. 
like that I experienced oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, do you, have I been talking to you wrong for 20 years? Do I need to be staring at your eyes and yelling at you? Well, he wasn't even staring at me because, again, I'm shorter than everyone else except for this one guy. Ooh, what's his name? Yichen Yin Tent. Ooh. Okay, I'll remember. Um, but uh, I was shorter than him, so when he put his bill on my face, I couldn't see nothing but his neck or his um, or his name tag. Right, because you know? you're 5'4". Yeah, so he was just screaming on everyone. But again, I knew I was going to get picked on. I can feel it. It's like the Pagoo curse, you know? We win, and sometimes you don't like winning. So we're winning right there, and the guy picks on me because I'm the shortest one. Mm-hmm. So since then, I was picked on for the um, for the rest of the day. And at nighttime, John Vincent. I don't know if you remember. At nighttime, I would meditate. And this is John at, Vincent taught you how to meditate. He didn't teach me. He oh. was standing next to me. He was like, "God, I hope." I, yes, I think he was right. His bunk was right next to me. Mm-hmm. This is when you go in before you get to your starship. You know, before you get to your company for basic. So, so you're like getting all your gears as like um, preset to get in, and we're um, all in the bunks. And what I did at night, I would sit there across my leg and meditate and just, I don't know, I don't pray. I just sit there and meditate and just think. And I think it was John. Correct me, John. He'd be like, dude, you're okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. So every night I did that. Funny thing is, I never meditated like that in my life. And you don't even do that now. I don't do that now. Which is weird because you're one of the most stressed out people I know. Oh, yeah. And like, you would think that you need some kind of regulation that was a good experience before Mason. That's interesting. Same um, same guy, John Vincent. I broke down in, in basic and I started crying. <laughs> I went to the freaking latrine and then you have like eight or ten stalls. And this time they have freaking um, walls. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to stare at each other. And so I went in the one and started crying like a little bitch. <laughs> I hear someone coming. Pagu, you okay? No, I think they called me Ragu. Ragu, they called you Ragu. Yeah. I, that I didn't know. It was either there or... Um, but I'm sure it came from your drill sergeant, I'm sure. No, they don't name names. for Some of them do, but... Anyways, it was John that came inside there. We both sat there <laughs> and he heard me cry. That was a good, good experience. Okay, so if that was your favorite experience, is you crying in a little hall... Like a little bitch and your buddy coming and meditating with you, which actually is a great memory. Um, what is your, the scariest moment while you were serving? There's these um, land navigation uh, training area and it's, I think it's called East Range. It's been a while, um, but again, when we train, we... We're in the gulches, and I'm not exaggerating when I say those gulches are a bitch. If you're on the road, it's okay to, um, it feels okay to um, hump uphill, but if you have to go into the gulches and come out, and it's raining all the time, it's a bitch. I forgot what training I was doing, where, I think it was an RTO training. I, I was running up, and I was turning a bend, it was a left bend. I lost footing, and I fell. And I woke up, I didn't know what time it was. The feeling that I was by myself and everyone was um, gone, 
I felt isolated at the time. That's the first time I felt isolated. Then I came back up. My dumbass didn't realize I had a radio in my freaking ear. So I started um, humping until I heard a squelch. Then I called in. Yeah, the isolation. But it happened twice. You, you falling or being isolated? Being isolated. The second time was we were training. God, I want to say it was a kahuku. Uh, yeah, I think it was kahuku. And we were humping. I was the RTO for our captain. We bedded. No, it wasn't for the captain. It was for the lieutenant. We bedded. And I'm sitting, leaning up against a tree. Next thing I know, I woke up. No one. We're talking a whole platoon laid down. No one was there. That's the second time I felt isolated. So everyone just got up and left without you? Yes. <laughs> and why? Probably because oh, I know how hard you sleep. Like, sometimes well, you're not wakeable. It's not supposed to happen. Well, yeah, we fucked up. Everyone fucked up. But you got to remember, we're 18. We're 19. Yeah. These are the um, responsibilities that they put onto our young men. So it's like, you so know? if you if that happens, they're like, okay, bye. Figure yeah, it well, out. And then that helps you. Yeah, you okay. go. And you know what? I'm here today. Yeah. Yeah, it's happened. These are the young men. So when it comes to another experience, yes, I will always serve alcohol to an um a military person that's under 21. Always. They're old enough to serve. They should be old enough to be served. So, on that note, um, <laughs> what trouble have you gotten into while in the service, if any, if you... Can tell us. Uh, there's one time when if I you got can stuck tell us. over the border, but I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> that's what I was that's hoping. It. That's the one I cannot talk Why? about. Why? I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. I really was hoping you'd tell that one, but it's really funny. I guess I guess if our listeners are really compelled to hear the story, then they can just approach you in public. Oh, they can just log into your website, link in, become a <laughs> membership, and do all that other stuff. Yes. That was really good. But I don't think they're still going to get the secrets if they do that, though. No. <laughs> buy, buy some apparel once it comes out. Some programs. <laughs> Set up a one-on-one dog. All right, all right, all right. That's not how we do things here at the Capital Life, because that's just no, not that's not. not how we but do. Yeah, okay. That, that was an experience, and um, you are fortunate to know the, uh, that uh, with a couple of people, but I don't share that. Uh, the, uh, was it a worse experience? Was that uh, one of the worst experiences I had? No, I just wanted to know any trouble that you had gotten into. Oh, trouble. Shoot, in the military? Yeah, but you already said, and we were like, we yeah, already covered honey, that, so it's fine. You did a good job, honey. We used I think... to fight all the time. Not all the time. I mean... Like boys being boys? We'd go down to Waikiki, and it's funny because it's always Navy fighting us, or... Air... I don't really see much Air Force down there, but... Um, like branch versus branch, yeah, talking stupid all the shit. Time. And again, I'm the smallest dude, so I, I'm over there, so I'm standing around. Or I think there was one time when I started shit, and Frank Martinez finished that shit, and I kicked him in the face, or I kicked salsa, I kicked someone in the face. I think it was Frank Martinez. I kicked him in the face while he's rolling around and um, hitting this other guy. After I'm the one that started it. 
<laughs> but because you guys are bros, because because well, yeah. your your brothers I in arms. The, dude, um, the other dude in the face, but it was straight onto him. Yeah, but like because brothers in arms back each other yeah. up. It's just like you know families. To this day, to this day, we'll do that. That's true. Even if you haven't seen each other in 20, 30, 40 years. And we'll come, we'll tell each other as it is. Even if we don't um, believe each other's um, beliefs, follow their things, do that, you know. what We leave everything aside and we'll tell it as it is. And if one person's fucking up, we tell them straight like that. So I guess that kind of answers why should someone do this. My next question was be like, why would someone need, why should someone be encouraged? And you, I mean, well, kind of. I'm not going to go um, that way because, yeah, that's good. But they should do it because they're at home and they have nothing to do and they're going nowhere in life. Join the service. Do something. At least get some perks and get some opportunities. If you want to see the world, join the service. They'll figure it out. Go go somewhere. You if you want to be patriotic and um, because my family did it, I want to do it. Go do it because we need more of you out there. Or if there's a person that um, want to go to college and they can't afford it, do it. Join the service. But I always tell people nowadays, join the service to figure out what you're going to do outside. Okay? If you're going to figure out, if you, it's a job. They're paying you to do a job. If you want to do it for the rest of your life, do it. But gain that knowledge so it sets you up in the civilian life. I think that's fantastic advice, and you basically answered all of my questions when it came to that. The only thing that I have always... Hold on. I also support if you don't want to go in, don't. I don't force my kids to go in. Yeah, that's true. I I do not put that in front of anything else. I tell them what um, they they can get out of it, what they can... uh, The goods and the bad, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's an option. Um, It's your choice, but if you're thinking about it, just do it. But that's the point. It's your choice because yeah. we live in a free country to where we can choose to yeah. choose the path we that we want for our life. Like yeah. They're going to take that away and they're going to start forcing. Well, and one of the things I found really interesting is that you've had many people, um, especially you know, new kids that have worked for you that have come up to you and asked. You know, they're like, they know your history, they know your background, they have questions and they're looking to enlist. And one of the things that always I've admired about you is that you always remind each individual on how when they're considering enlisting to remember it's still a business contract. And that if you, you know, like let's say some kid really wants to be like a Navy SEAL because it just looks cool. But like going into the service, signing up for a Navy SEAL, if they don't fulfill that, then they are voided. They have, they did not uh, complete their contract, and so therefore they can. There could be penalties and things of that nature. So I've always thought, I've always admired the fact that when it comes to enlistment, you really go through what the person wants to do. You focus on the afterlife, the civilian life after service, to kind of help gravitate them through that. But I don't think you had that when you enlisted. You I just, didn't. you know what? And you just had cool posters. And that's it. Um, I, we're talking about young adults. They're 16, 17, you know, 15. I, I have, in fact, I just had an um, employee join asking me a question. I, I don't want to say because of me, but you know, I, I, I think I encourage, you know, I encourage them to, um, to fulfill that. 
But we're, we're talking about young kids who are talking to recruits, and I'm not going to bring recruits down because it's their job. Do what you got to do. We do need more people in there. Um, they will show you the best option for you. Now, again, these options <laughs> is because of your where you staff, where you take a test. Mm -hmm. Okay, but these kids come to me. And I encourage more people to go talk to a veteran because we've been through it. We're either going to tell you our story, you're going to like it, or you're not. These recruits will tell you what they've gone through. What old are they? Four years older than them? Yeah. You know, they're going to tell you about their job. That That's right, but there's more to it. You know, if, if a kid wants to... I'm going to use an example, a good example. One of my... Um, young employees asked um, me what I like about the military and I said it gives you discipline and he um, brought and came back with me like well I see I noticed that you're very stern but you talk to people but I can people see when you're upset when something's going on I said well that's called control you can get that inside there okay um, people respect you when you um, because you have that better thing but also the bad things there's bad things I tell them about the bad things I was an alcoholic. Did a lot of drugs. I didn't give a shit about other people. You weren't even introduced to drugs until you were in the service. No, I, I, um, I, I did things that I, um, I, I wouldn't do now. And the things that, um, what I brought out of it, there's a lot of back to it. But you know, there's give and take, just like any other job or career out there. Any That's relationship, what, yeah. Everything. Yeah. So you know, I'm not gonna put down that because of this, or I'm not gonna hide that from these young kids. Well, they shouldn't judge what I'm going through outside after to go in. Just go go in there and experience yourself. Right. Your parents are gonna tell you, hey, that pot's hot. You know all kids will be like, nah, come on. And they'll, you know, do it. Touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's like, ooh, forbidden. Let me see what that's true or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Well the the you know it it's interesting that you're talking about choice and that also makes me think about those that didn't choose to go in that still had to go in and what i mean by that is like you know the draft right so you had the draft where the rules i i, I was actually kind of interested because with all of the um changes in society of gender identity and things of that nature it made me wonder what the draft rules the draft rules were because we're seeing a lot of changes to create equality and fairness and, and all of that. And regardless of what your opinion is on it, it doesn't matter because we don't talk about that stuff on this show. What I was interested in is what the rules were. were. And apparently, since 1973, the draft rules are completely the same. And those are age 18 to 25 registered men by random lottery by year of birth. They get all get examined for mental, physical, and moral fitness for service. If there's deferred or exempted for military or inducted into um, the armed forces. So if they pass all of their stuff, they immediately get thrown in. They don't even get a choice on if it's Navy, Army, Marines, anything. Like they just automatically go into the system so you could just be in a line of people and then they might just be like 
Okay, number ones go over to the army. Number twos go to the navy, right. and all of that. Um, so it makes sense. It was a time-consuming thing they needed right now. Right, and what I did find interesting is it was the biological men that were selected first, and it's still in that rule today. Um, so even regardless of, even if you have, if you're having a gender, if you're gender fluid individual that identifies as female, oh, it does, their biological men will still be pulled first ahead of women. Even women that identify as men wouldn't be considered in the pool for a draft. It was, it's your biological male, males only. That's interesting that you found that out. You researched that too? Mm-hmm. So you said 1973? Since 19... They, they, the have no, they have not updated it. They, they, well, I question if there was ever to be um, a thought of a draft that they would go in there and alter things. You know... Because I, they haven't even... I don't think... I've never even thought about using the word draft or even, you know, put it in place. And honestly, per, to be perfectly honest, I think a lot of countries are on the same path where they, they don't... They, no one wants to go into a war. Like, I don't think people sit there and go, I can't really wait to go bust shit up in this other country and tear like a whole bunch... And let, obviously, in place they're like a psychotic murder or whatever, mm-hmm. like, we, can, we don't have to talk about rulers. Mm-hmm. But I think, like... I think the reason why it's not discussed is because we've had so many bad war situations that people really try to save their people and not go that route. But, you know, that's one of the things that I find really interesting is because so m- the thing that was so disheartening about the draft of the 70s was the fact that the men didn't have the choice. It was literally a lottery ticket. It was a pool. It was taking it. And then the worst thing is, is that it was some of the like worst times of warfare because the, you know, you had the different expanded. It wasn't just like cannonballs being throw thrown. It was, you know, you had the burning people and the underground attacks and slaughter. Like there, I mean, it was, I mean, war has just got enhanced and gotten so inhumane. And then, What's worse is when these men came back, everything they watched, everything they saw, everything they experienced, and then it's just like, okay, just go back to civilian life. You're fine now. Look at no more war. Woohoo! And then there was like no caretaking. So it is amazing that because of that experience, it really progressed the concept of veteran appreciation. And if it wasn't for the uh, probably a majority of those gentlemen at that time, you know, my grandfather, he served during World War II. But when you say, you know, thank you for your service or ask about those experiences, there's always that little chuckle of, oh, ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. That's just what you do then. And then there's nothing past that. It's just that's what you did. And that was a lot of that time period, that culture, like, you know, they, they weren't very emotional. They didn't discuss their feelings. But then here in the 70s when, you know, it's free love and flower power, you know, like, and people were evolving with their feelings. But then it was like you're taking people and distributing them. And some people were excited and honored to serve because of their patriarchy and wanting to represent um, the United States and what we are. But there was a lot of them that, didn't but the damage was still the same no matter what what it was whether it was a draft or it was a volunteer situation the damage was still there but i highly encourage all of you people to keep spreading the word 
of, you know, of freedom and veterans and all the things that encompass it because we need to rally together, be there together, just like you said, in staying brothers in arms. It doesn't matter if it's been yesterday, if it was five years from now, if it's five, 50 years from now, you guys would always have each other's backs and back each other up regardless of belief, religion, race, gender, purple versus teal. It doesn't matter. You guys will always be there for each other. And I just think there's an awesome bond there that can never be, I don't know. It almost doesn't even have the words to explain. Well, do you have anything else to say to our listeners before we sign off today? No, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's not like it was that hard. I just had to like pull you from the dining room and say, hey, honey, we're going to start this podcast right now. I know. <laughs> now you brought it up. Damn it. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining me today on The Capital Life, where we talk about all the things. Join me next Saturday at 5.30, where we are finding yourself through the kitchen, making things a little bit more functional and more savvy to your needs. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow on YouTube, Facebook at Capital Health. And don't forget, most importantly, that your podcast, The Capital Life podcast, can be reached on all our podcast platforms, except Pandora, because they suck. Remember to take care of yourself, because you're somebody's everything.